guys. Welcome to Two Bookworms, One Podcast, the book club podcast, where we talk about, like, books, books. but we pretty much talk about, like, everything else. All the time. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sure you know by now. <laughs> Do we still have to introduce ourselves? Yeah. No Are listeners. Sure? Okay, yeah. I'm Cameron. And I'm Lacey. But it, our four listeners that do listen already know our voices, but that's fine. Well, today we're talking about Elsewhere by right. Dean Koontz. Mm-hmm. That's just like such a fun last name to say because Koontz. it's like, it's almost like dirty, but it's not. Yeah. I guess that maybe that's just like my immature mind. It's kind of like raccoon, but not. Too. Yeah. It's like, and the Z, it's not really like a Z. It's, it's a, it's a weird one. It is. I like it though. Um, before we get started on that, mm-hmm. I don't have, can you believe it? No, no corrections. corrections. I know. I didn't get any messages <laughs> about corrections. So uh, we can go into suck and sweet. Yes. What is your suck for the week? My suck is one of the guys that I play games with a lot. Nobody's heard from him in like four or five <gasps> days now. Like, not. One word, and it's so unlike him. What country is he in? He's in Ireland. Well, yeah, they're under lockdown. Yeah, but still, you know. Maybe he's got it. I uh, don't know. I don't know. Either that or, like, we were kind of thinking maybe his internet went down and nobody can get there or something that like could, that. Like, yeah? We have no clue, but just nobody's heard him. And, they're it, like, we're all freaking out. And, does anyone have his phone number? No, and that's what we were talking uh, about. Y'all we need have, to exchange. Well, right. That's could you even text him if you had his number? Yeah. Can you text an international number? Yeah, you can text international numbers. Because I think a lot of people use that WhatsApp. That's what they were talking about because we were all we're all so concerned about him, you know, and hope he's okay. Y'all should and just start like a group. That's WhatsApp. what one of the other guys is saying. He's like, you know, download WhatsApp right now. He's like, we're all gonna exchange numbers. Yeah, he's that's like, because scary. we need a secondary way to contact everybody. I agree. That's well, really scary, especially in this time. And I just miss him. He's funny, yeah. sweet. Have you like tried to Facebook him or anything? Like, no, because we didn't have any of that information. Like, I know his first name, but no last name. No, because we just don't. I deactivated mine anyway. So, <laughs> funny story. Uh, one of my, I'm going to try to be as vague as possible. I thought one of my, I hadn't heard from one of my friends in a while. Uh-huh. So I was kind of worried about her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, what if she's like dead in her apartment and no one knows? Because, yeah. like, she's not answering me. And um, so I messaged her mom. And her mom's like, yeah, I talked to her. And I'm like, oh, okay. So she was just ignoring me and clearly doesn't that's, want to be. That's great. Yeah, she doesn't <laughs> want to be my friend anymore. So that's fine. I, as long as you're alive, whatever. <laughs> so maybe your friend just doesn't want to play games with y'all anymore. I don't, I don't know because it's so unlike him because. Oh, pause. Our, my dogs are home from the park. Sorry, we're back. Um, the dogs came in from the dog park yeah. and realized their Aunt Lacey was here. And, and they went nuts. <laughs> so um, we were talking about your friend that's disappeared. But yes. I'm sorry. That's, that is very scary. I do. Yeah. Oh, it's really okay. I'm sh- Honestly, like, my first thought would be that he probably has COVID and is probably, like, sick. Yeah. Well, see, my, yeah, my thought was, like, maybe his internet went down or maybe somebody passed away in his family. That or, could be it, too. You know. Like, maybe he's dealing with some other things right yeah. now. Yeah. Because it is so unlike him. Like, he texts back, like, paragraphs to, like, my messages and stuff. So, and he always answers somebody. Even if he's going to be gone, he's like, no, I'm not going to be on today, but I'll catch you guys later. Not even that. Yeah, y'all need to make it a WhatsApp. Yeah. <laughs> well, my suck for the week is Supernatural officially ended. Uh, 
my one of my favorite shows. Do you have you watched it? Do you I've, watch it? I've been working my way through. I think I'm on like season four or five. Okay. So I didn't start watching it until probably like five years ago. I mean, it's been on fifteen years. Yeah. I can't believe I never watched it. I'm really kicking right. myself for that. I found it. Um, I was watching. I like to binge watch things on Netflix. I do too. So once I start a show, I gotta. You finish don't want to stop it. Yeah. So I was watching Gilmore Girls, mm-hmm. and Jared Padalecki was on Gilmore Girls. Yeah. And his name was Dean on Gilmore Girls. So when I was finishing Gilmore Girls, I was like, well, damn, what am I going to watch, watch next? And then I saw, like it said, because you watched Gilmore Girls, you may like Supernatural. Because and I was he, like, yeah, oh, that's the same dude. So oh. I started watching it, and I was like, so it's the best freaking yeah. show. So then I like started rewatching it so Steve could watch it. Um, he wasn't that crazy about it, but I love it. It officially ended. Um, I don't want to ruin it for you, but I will say... Is it good ending? No, it's a horrible ending. They and people it. are pissed online. Yeah. It it does not do the show or the characters. It So there was an episode before this one that I felt was a much better ending to the series. And then this one was like an epilogue. Oh. Sucked, dude. Fucking bullshit. I hate when they do that. I feel like they were probably limited because of COVID. So like they couldn't bring a lot of people back. Yeah. I want it done right. If I got to wait a year... That's fine. Right. Don't give me this stupid bullshit. Yeah. You want me to tell you? No. Okay. Because I'm still so far behind. I was at dinner with my mom last night and my sister was there. And she was like, don't tell me. I'm on season nine. And I'm like, (laughs) girl, you got a while to go. Someone's going to spoil it for you between now, between season nine and season 15. Especially if you're on Facebook. Especially if you're on Facebook. But yeah, I've contributed to all of those conversations and agreed that it sucked. (laughs) <laughs> bullshit anyways what's your sweet for the week thanksgiving it's, it's thanksgiving. thanksgiving oh yeah happy thanksgiving guys happy thanksgiving <laughs> um thanksgiving is thursday today yeah. is tuesday yeah so how are you celebrating why well, we all celebrate stuff in our face <laughs> do you so you're just seeing your parents yeah um are y'all doing like a lunch or a dinner uh, we do, we always do lunch and then we eat leftovers for dinner. So we eat like all day. Okay. Steve thinks it's really weird that people do dinner. And I'm like, I thought people mostly did dinner. Like, I think it's weird that we did dinner, but I don't, like our, like I said, our family's always done lunch and we just eat on all day. And yeah, then the next my day dad too. does lunch too. Yeah. He does lunch yeah. at like noon. Yeah. That's what we do. We do it at like 11 or noon. And then he prefers everyone leave before the cowboy game, <laughs> which is usually three. So he can hear it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, we're actually not going to my dad's this year. This is the first in a very long time. We're going to be celebrating with Steve's family. Nice. So we'll have lunch with them. And then for dinner, uh, my brother-in-law is a police officer Mm -hmm. and he doesn't get off to like six. So we're going to go to my mom's for like a late dinner slash dessert. No shopping this year. I'm not going. I don't know if anyone else is going. I'm doing online shopping. I might do online shopping, but mostly I've got everything I want because that's all I've been doing that's all we can do because they all started it early which yeah. is freaking awesome they should do yeah, this every year but they only did it because everybody's sitting at home and they have nothing better to do with I think shop. they need to do it every year I do too and then Bath and Body Works candle sale starts Friday I still haven't gotten my shipment from when I ordered like a week and a half it takes ago. a really long I've ordered some stuff and it takes it forever it said it was supposed to come Wednesday and then they pushed it back to yesterday and then now they're pushing it back to like next Wednesday here's the bullshit that Bath and Body Works pisses me off with they do not do free shipping. No. That does not exist. 
No. So if I gotta pay for shipping, I want it. On you time. need to put a little hitch in your giddy up and get that yeah. shit in the box to my house. If, if I'm, I'm get, gonna pay for it, if I can get something from Russia in like two weeks, <laughs> I should be able to get something from Bath and Body Works in a week. Yeah, here's another thing they do that annoys me. They'll fucking ship shit separately. So oh. I order like six soaps, and like they'll come in like increments of two, and I'm like, just wait. Until you get all that shit together right. and put it in one freaking box. Target you does open, that shit, like, too. And if you miss one box, you open it, you're like, uh-oh. Yes. Yes. Here it is the next time, you're like, oh. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Get it together, Bath and Body Works. God. Okay. Your sweet's Thanksgiving. Yes. It's a little early, and I'll probably talk about it again, but my sweet is our little trip that yeah. we planned. So, um, your bookworms decided that we needed a little weekend retreat so we're going to a cabin in the woods in a few weekends Mm -hmm. and we're just gonna like unplug and chill around the campfire yeah a lot of fire get drunk sounds very responsible we won't be exposed to anyone if anything (laughs) we'll be safer out there um we can get there on and back on one tank of gas yeah so it's completely safe Mm -hmm. we're gonna take uh my dogs with us yep go on some nature trails yeah. We're just going to be chilling. I'm so Excited. ready. And I can't, I like, I'm just going to turn off my phone when we get there. I might not turn it off because I have to answer the boys or they'll hyperventilate. But, but you may not have service. No, so. yeah, that's true. I'm used to that though. When I go camping. I do have to take off. pictures though. Yeah. So yeah, I'll probably leave it on. Maybe on airplane mode. But yeah, we're going to get a little uh, baby carrier for Jackson. Because we know Rusty <laughs> can make it on the trails, but... Jackson, little. he's going to be 13 this yeah, weekend. Like, he needs some extra help. He does. And we wanted to get one anyways because we take some long walks around our house. Mm-hmm. And, like, we've had to stop a few times and drop him off at Steve's parents' house. Because he yeah. But it was also really hot then, and he's all black. Yeah. So he gets, like, overheated, and we were worried about him. Like, I don't want to overheat my 13-year-old dog. I mean, what is that in dog years? What's 13 times 7? Yeah, no, it's he, not even 7 anymore. They changed it. It's like what? a whole new chart now. Yeah, a whole new dog dog age chart. Yeah, we talk about you, buddy. Oh, he's staring at us. Okay, so let's just say it's seven. Thirteen times seven. He's ninety-one. Yeah. Okay. He can't go hiking in the freaking wilderness. I'm sure, he can. Look at him. He's he can fried. for a little bit. Yeah. I tell you what, he can do. Still got do, the hundred five year old, don't you, buddy? He can. He can kill some rats, dude. He is a killer. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's just, like, cold-blooded. No. Yes. He's just protective. When we lived at that old house um, before we moved to Colorado, it was, like, right on the creek, and there were a ton of rats. Like, Steve would find their bodies in the backyard when he was doing <laughs> artwork, and he was like... And we know Rusty doesn't have the... The gall yeah, to do it. Yeah. Rusty could not. He would probably play with it or chase it, but Jackson is the one that's, like... That's the protector. So every time we go to his parents, Steve's parents' house... Um, and they go in the backyard, Jack checks all the spots. And his mom is like, yeah, it's like spots that I found that they're like tunneling or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly where he goes. He knows. He's a killer, dude. Uh, He's a killer. No killer, kill. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what Schnauzer. Oh, Jackson, Rusty just got your bone. Oh, my God. There's about to be a fight. Oh, yeah, it's going down. Um, I think that's what Schnauzers were bred for. I think they're ratters. That might be. I know Dachshunds were the weasels. Oh, really? Yeah. Because they can fit down in the hole. And their little schnouts can go. Oh, my God. All right. Well, 
I guess we'll get on to our book. Yes. So this was Lacey's pick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really enjoyed it. I did enjoy it, too. It was a good read. It was a good read. Okay, so quick synopsis. A father and his daughter have this homeless friend in the neighborhood that visits with them every now and then. Well, one day he just Mr. shows up. Mr. Spooky, come to find out it's Ed later. Yeah. But he just shows up, gives the dad this box, and is like, this is the key to everything, but don't open it <laughs> and don't use it, but there's going to be bad people coming and hunting for it. Okay. And if I don't show up within a year, then you need to, like, take it out in the middle of nowhere and put it in a, concrete. Put, yeah, put in a barrel of concrete. So that's pretty much the synopsis yes. without giving anything away, because it turns out the key is... A device that lets you transport yeah. to parallel universes. It and connects you with quantum physics, is an bitches. infinite number of <laughs> universes. Um, the mother has also left. Disappeared. She, she left seven when years ago. Amity was like four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's just the dad and daughter, which, first off, if some homeless dude showed up on my porch, was like, hey, here's this box. I'm like, okay, it's Probably like he probably took a shit in this box and now he's giving it to me. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, yeah. I would probably throw the box or in the trash. Drugs or something. But also, I hate the name of the character Jeffy. Jeffy uh, knows no. he knows that Ed is not your typical no because he's clean homeless person and he can speak very well. He wears a bow tie. Yeah, like he knows that he was like he's probably a professor or something that kind of, for whatever reason, Alzheimer's has, in yes, or something. yes, so he knows that he's different, um, and it, I, I thought it was really kind that Jeffy is, like, just gonna take the button, you know, just to appease him yeah. and humor, humor, yeah, I'd be like, okay, all and, right, and he's like, I'll, all right, I'll take okay. it, I'll take it, take care of it, um, but yeah, that's how the book starts out, and then we'll mm-hmm. get into the rest, so, our questions are a mix of but, uh, Oprah's book club and our own. So, what was your favorite part of the book? My favorite part was all of the different dimensions. It was, and they only go to a few. I know. I was. Oh, we'll get to that. But <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah, but all just the different dimensions that Dean Koontz came up with was kind of cool. I mean, there was this one that they were all pretty much like, citizen officers, if somebody was running from the state, they would all come out and start, like, fighting Yeah, I got some, like, serious, um, everything's, like, really gray, so I don't know if maybe there was some, like, nuclear shit that went on, yeah. and then it's kind of like a totalitarian, what is that word? Totalitarian. Yes, government that they got going on, and the kids, I mean, yeah. that's very reminiscent of, like, um, the kids that went to the Hitler, Hitler Youth, isn't that what they were called? Yeah, I think so. So I think they were very like children of the corn. They were wolf. What were they called? The wolf club or anyways, these kids would go and they would basically probably teach them how to be like soldiers yeah. as kids. So that was the first world they went yeah, to. Yeah, and it had like this weird like half human, half chimp thing. Yeah. From Good Boy. His name was Good Boy. Yeah, his name was Good Boy. It was so weird. Um, I imagined the kid from Jumanji. Right. You know, when he me turns too. into the monkey. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Poor little guy. Oh, gosh. That's exactly what um, I wanted to And then there was that one with the machines that had killed all the humans. Oh, yeah, because a they don't know for sure. They're just assuming. Because Jeffy, the dad, and Amity, the daughter, read a lot. Yeah. Uh, they read a lot of sci-fi. And so they're, they've assumed that AI has taken over. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's, like, robots everywhere and chasing them. And it's crazy. I loved that they... 
I think that's probably my favorite part of the book is all the references to other books yes. because they describe Jeffy and Amity to be like such big readers. Yeah. And she's homeschooled, mm-hmm. so she probably gets like a different approach. And they refer to, to like the heroine in certain situations. And she's yes. like, well, I'm not going to do that though because that's not me. And yes. Then, yeah. There's like, it's like a code between them. There's even like a really intense part where instead of saying like instructions, her dad like yells a a line or the name of the book to her and yeah. in that moment she knows exactly what to do knows exactly what to do I really love that that was my favorite part um next question what was your least favorite part of the book there wasn't enough parallel universe I agree yeah there wasn't enough yeah they only went to they went to the the first one they three? went to the 77 mm-hmm. and then the one Michelle was from yeah so three but um, well, four because the one they ended up in too. That's true. They do. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Um, but Ed had cataloged over a hundred, I think, and then, and then an some, alternate Ed had cataloged like two sixty-five. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of uh, doppelgangers. I guess I don't know what you would call them. The alternate, you, the you from the other universe. Yeah. yeah. Um. The uh, my least favorite part was the villain. He was kind of weird. He was fucked up. So after Ed gives this box, which by the way, I can totally imagine the look on Jeffy's face as Ed is telling him to protect this box that costs seventy six billion dollars. Yeah, and he has no idea what's in it, and he can't open it. He's like, "Um, (laughs) okay. okay." (laughs) (laughs) So he leaves the box with them, and uh, Jeffy has a affinity. For, like, fixing old radios mm-hmm. and yeah. selling them. He basically, like, buys stuff at antique shows and restores them and sells them and makes, like, a lot of money lot doing of money. it, apparently. Um, so he hides. Well, he leaves it in the box, but then one morning they wake up and there's, like, fucking helicopters. It's like the next morning. And just, like, black car, black yeah. Suburbans, which you already know if you see some black SUVs on your Something's street. Going on. The fucking government's there, yeah. okay? So he's like, holy shit. And then he's like, maybe this dude wasn't crazy. Like, Maybe I need to hide this. Like, so he opens real. the box and doesn't unwrap it, but he puts it in the big radio that he's restoring because he's like, someone's knocking at the door. And he's like, holy shit. And he, he's like, I've read enough books to know yeah, what's about to happen. There, yeah. So they come in and they do. These, these uh, NSA agents come and search through all their shit. And they don't find it. They don't look in the radio. So then that's when... Jeffy like takes the bubble wrap off and it looks like a cell phone and he's like they're looking at Holy it. Holy shit. And then Amity's mouse snowball yep. runs down her arm and lands on the screen and because they all reach for the mouse so they're all touching they get transported to the first, the first world which is the gray <laughs> good boy yeah good pal- pets or whatever they were yeah. called. Yeah. Some, some weird. Like pals or something. I don't know. Weird. Something weird. Yeah. And they're in their house but it's the house in the other world, and Jeffy from that world outside mowing the yard. But he's the only one there because there's no Amity. Yes, there's, there's no, no Amity. Mom. She goes in her room. She's like, "There's no stuff here, so I must not be alive in this world." Um, Amity's so mature for her age. I didn't think that Eleven suited her because she is so mature. For she her is age. very mature. That could be maybe she because she's an only child. Maybe yeah. her dad's obviously educating her very mm-hmm. well, and she reads a lot and reading a lot. Yeah. Helps age you, so she was very smart. Um, gosh, I forgot we were answering questions. Yeah, my least favorite part. So the villain, mm-hmm. Falkirk, he's the one that comes and knocks on the door initially with his men. But that dude is 
He's got some he's fucked creepy. up he's mommy some issues. issues. Yeah. Like, he has this thing against women. Yeah. Like, he wants some, like, submissive with yeah. no, like, back talk or anything. Yeah. And, like, there's this one part where he was talking about how he used to start fantasizing about his old English teacher. And, yeah. Like, about killing her and, like, and breaking he, like, all of her fingers. And- he fantasizes about killing this little girl because she's, like, spunky. Like, he yeah. can tell that she's got a little bit of an attitude. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck? Is wrong with you that you want to like kill a little kid in such a, a kid violent way? Yeah. <laughs> the dude's got some issues. So, um, next question Was it a fast or slow read and why? It was fast, it was really fast. It's very action packed, yeah. and I caught myself at night like not wanting to stop reading because I'm like, so much is happening. Yeah, and the way the chapters break up, it makes it easy to, like, put it down if you need to for a quick second yeah. and then come right back to it. Yeah, it was a fast read. Um, Let's see. Which event scene character has stuck with you the most? Ooh. Probably when Falkirk was beating the crap out of Amity. Like, yeah. oh my god. Like, that was a rough one. Um, <laughs> like, he just starts hitting her outside the head and yeah. then dragging her by her hair. And I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, let's also talk about how bad luck these fucking people have. Oh. So, the first world that they accidentally get transported to is like this. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. I just keep calling it the gray world because everything's gray. Pretty much it's like the purge. Except yeah. for... It's all day, every day. You can pretty much do whatever you want to. Like. And it's like they get chased into these scenes where they know they, that they need about 14 seconds. So they're, like, trying to go into this closet because they've been spotted and people can tell that they're not right. Yeah, and they need the 14 seconds to activate the device yes. to either go to a different dimension or go back home. So when they first come home, good boy, a.k.a. half-human boy, half-chimpanzee, the, yeah, they were in the middle of a is fight. touching them. Yeah. So he goes with them. Mm-hmm. So they land, they're in someone else's house, and when they come back, luckily that person's not home, but the dad finds a gun and kills good boy. First mistake was leaving the body there. Right. Because someone comes home and they're like, what the fuck is this animal doing in my house? is this an animal? They call the cops, NSA's down the street, and they're like, they use, they're like, not only does he have the key, but he used Mm -hmm. the key. Like, Falker kind of felt from the get-go that That Jeffy had it. So when he saw, and he knew exactly what that thing was, he called, he said it's from this world, da, 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 because he had overseen Ed's work on the key to everything. Yeah. And he had gone on some of the missions to explore some of the universe. And he also mentioned that Ed contacted Jeffy in every single universe almost. Oh, I didn't catch that. Yeah. It said in almost every timeline that Ed was in contact with Jeffy. So that's what led him to him in the first place. And did you ever eat your bone? This is Rusty smelling the microphone. <laughs> God, I don't know if you can hear that. He had, yeah, he had his own bone, and then he took Jackson, so now Did that you, one's That's what I was giggling too. at. He had two bones in his mouth. He's such time. a jerk. And he eats them whole. Like, that can't be good for him. No. Rusty. Did you have fun at the park? <laughs> <laughs> okay, next question. Um, what did you think of the writing? Are there any standout sentences or vocabulary? I've got quotes. I don't have all the vocabulary. Um, even though there was some really good words in here, which there always is in Dean Koontz's book, I always enjoy his writing. I don't feel like he he's... has a very good flow. Yeah, he um, does. Because he kind of veers off in like 
a new character will come in and he'll give you their whole background in just a few paragraphs. And it doesn't seem like it's... It doesn't seem out of place, Mm -mm. but you're kind of like, what? And then you're like, okay, this is why I need to know Mm -hmm. this. So he does have a very good flow. This is my first Dean Koontz book, and I don't think it'll be my last. It was very entertaining. Oh, we've got the bones again. He must have took those back from the trash. (laughs) Bone alert. (laughs) Ah, okay. She's looking up her quotes. Yeah, the first quote... I don't know what page it was. It was right before chapter six. It was... Uh, Annie took Snowball from her shoulder and cradled him in her hands. He was just a mouse, but he was hers to keep safe in a world where nothing lasted forever, not even who you were. Yeah. And then... She had a very good relationship with her mouse, Snowball. She did. It was. She was a good mom. It was very sweet. And then page 135, another quote. Uh, it's when her dad explains to her not to listen to her heart, to listen to her head, and he says the heart is deceitful above all things. Mm-hmm. So she asks what it means, and he says the mind and the heart, intellect and emotions, facts and feelings, they're both important, but to live well, we need to make decisions based on logic and reason modified by emotion. If we're gilded only or even largely by emotion, well, the heart often wants what it doesn't really need. True. So true. I did a quote. I read this on my Kindle. So um, I started it on my phone because I couldn't find my Kindle. <laughs> but I found it, thank God. And it's like an old Kindle. Um, But if you're reading something on your phone or I guess like on an iPad, you can highlight it and then it will make it into like a like a post for oh, you. Oh, that's so So this cool. is a quote that I pulled. It said, libraries are not safe places Ooh, for yeah. their shelves are filled with books but also with ideas regarding freedom, justice, truth, faith, and much more. Ideas that some find intolerable. And I, like, it kind of sounds negative, but I really liked it because I feel like books, like, inspire all kinds of things. Anything. Like, revolutions. Yeah, and, wars. and But good things, too, like freedom and mm-hmm. so much. So I really like that quote. Um, yeah, so writing was good. Um, would you want to read another book by this author? Well, of yes. course. Yeah. I actually already downloaded one because I have Kindle Unlimited, mm-hmm. and there was another one on there, and it's like a free audiobook. It's called Devoted, so oh, I'll I've probably listen to that one while I'm working or something. I definitely need to read more of his books. I don't feel like I've read enough. I think he's like one of those authors that have like he has a, a ton. shit ton. Of yeah, books. he has a ton. You could probably go to half price and find yeah. Like five you can, yeah, show. you can find like whole world <laughs> stuff. Did the reading did reading the book impact your mood in any way? Um, let me tell you, if you read this book and you don't already have anxiety, you will. Yeah, because this book gives you so much freaking anxiety. It's, it has so it many cliffhangers at various levels of chapters. You're just like, Ugh. like you think you're gonna stop a chapter and there's nope. cliffhanger, and you're like, I can't stop here. I gotta exactly. keep reading. What surprised you most about the book? I would say that probably underneath it all, it's a story about love. Yeah. Um, so I mean, that probably is what surprised me most about it, too, is that it goes from this father-daughter adventure to kind of a love story. Everyone talks about, like, the, like obviously, if you read books, you've heard the name Dean Koontz. I guess I'd always associated that name with, like, Stephen King. Sci-fi horror, So when I started yeah. reading about these, like, deep relationships, I was like, huh. 
Wow, this this man has like layers. Yeah, he's like an onion. He's like an onion. You peel back the layer, and oh, there's an actual there's little story layer. in there. So, as all of this is going on with Jeffy and Amity in another universe, um, the mother Michelle that left them in this universe. Jeffy and Amity were actually killed. killed by a drunk driver, yeah. And so Michelle is a widow and her, has lost her child, and she is friends with Ed. Mm-hmm. And Ed and her have kind of like become like a father daughter. Mm-hmm. And so he has actually been scoping out, looking for a Jeffy and yeah. Amity to bring back to her. Because, yeah, because he created a device in that yes. world as well. But And his device is much better. better. Yeah. And he even says, Jeffy asked him, he's like, why is, I, why do you have to not wait four seconds? And he's like, because I'm smarter than the Ed on your world. Yeah. <laughs> so I funny. thought that was funny too. So he tells Michelle and she's like, okay, this old dude's crazy. But then he takes her to a different world just to show her. Mm-hmm. Where a Jeffy, there was no Amity, but that Jeffy had cancer. Yeah. And so she was like, holy shit, like, I'm going to get my husband. He's like, not only do you need them, but he goes, this Jeffy and Amity that I found need you. And so his master plan is like matchmaking. So Universal matchmaking. Or parallel dimension matchmaking. He tries to take them back and accidentally shows up while Falkirk is at the house. And and they're like. Has an oh shit moment. Oh "Oh shit, oh shit. shit. (laughs) And so they flash back real quick and they're like. She's like, what the hell happened? And he's like, well. I had to guess the me in that world probably gave the device to him. <laughs> and, like, and there's a fall curl in every then, world. Yeah. And he's like, I can only guess that he's hunting them now. Um, so they're on the run because Falkirk is after them and they've managed to escape. And then they go to that 77 world where artificial intelligence yeah. has taken over. And there was even a warning on this screen. Yes. For a school of crossbones. And he's like, well, what does this mean? We're going to go anyway. Right. Right. Oh, and let's talk about how he accidentally leaves his daughter twice while right. he's flashing. Right. First, he leaves her in the artificial intelligence world. Yeah. And it, that's what I'm talking about, his luck. So he flashes back from AI world mm-hmm. where she had been startled by a noise and accidentally lets go of him. He realizes she's not with him as the security guard's coming in because he heard a noise in the hotel room. And, and then like, the security guard tackles him. He drops the device and the security, and the security guard, guard goes back. to AI world. <laughs> and she's like, oh, shit. But she knew what to do and she got them back. I love the security guard, Duke. Yeah. She was like, Uncle Duke. And that man just like automatic. And they told him the truth. He automatically believed everything they were saying. But I guess it was because he had flashed. Yeah, he had seen it. To 77. He was like, okay, listen, I already know y'all telling the truth and he's like i'm ready to help y'all that was so awesome Whatever. Yeah. um so then michelle and other ed are like after they see that their house is like overtaken they're like okay well we have to go back there and help them too so they go there to help so then you have michelle the mom other ed jeffy amity and now duke the security guard mm-hmm. uncle duke all planning on how what they're gonna do because the ed's like well Michelle, you can't come here because it's kind of fucked. <laughs> Ed here fucked everything up and they can't live here because they're going to have to be on the run. And then he's like, you can't go back to Michelle's world because y'all are dead there. And how would you explain, how would you explain that? He's like, but I know of another world. So now they're just trying to prepare to get there while they're all having breakfast. But Falkirk knows where they are and like gasses them. Yeah. So um, next question. How did your opinion of the book change when you reached the ending? Basically kind of like what we already said. It was yeah. like love story. Which 
not necessarily even between man and woman, like father, daughter. And family, really. And family, yes. Because it was just Amity and Jeffy at the beginning, and then they end up with Amity, Jeffy, Michelle, Ed, then you've got, what, the other Duke. two grandparents, Duke. Yeah, so they wound up um, when Ed, I guess that other world Ed really was smart, because he had been traveling to this world and found himself mm. and, like, told them what's up. And had started, like, making preparations. He had cashed out all of his money and turned it into gold so he could take the gold into the other universe and then, like, transfer it into that currency. So he had money. So he had money. And then so the other Ed in that world that they wound up in said, oh, this is my long-lost twin. We were separated at birth. So they bought, like, this huge compound. And he they brought Jeffy. They brought Amity. They brought Michelle. They brought Duke and Jeffy's parents. Mm Mm-hmm. Where they could all just live on this huge compound. All together. And they all got IDs because they told that story of how it was his long lost twin that was like kidnapped at birth or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they lived happily ever after. Happily ever after. That, I didn't, I mean, I enjoyed the ending, but it's not what I wanted from this book. I will say my expectation of the book and then what I got were vastly different, but so I still different. enjoyed it. I still enjoyed it. I yeah. thought it was really going to be more horror sci-fi. I thought so too. Like I thought they were going to keep like hopping through dimensions mm-hmm. and like getting screwed up in every single yeah. dimension and you yeah. know being chased through them and totally different totally. than what we got. Um, and then, how does the book's title work in relation to the book's contents? If you could give the book a new title, what would it be? I wouldn't. Yeah, I, wouldn't I think it works. Is this book overrated or underrated? I think it's under. I think all of it his books has are underrated. Four point two stars on Goodreads, so it's about accurate. Then I gave it three stars, but I would give it like three and a half. Yeah, because three is my I liked it, so that's why I gave it three. Um. Did this book remind you of any other books, or is it an original idea? So, while I was reading this, I kept getting these vibes from this show called Sliders. Have you ever heard of this show? No. Okay. So, it came on. Pulled up a little something about it. I think this was kind of like Jerry O'Connell's first big acting gig, and that's kind of why people know him. It came on from 95 to 2000. Oh. And this is from Wikipedia. So they are, the characters are a group of people who travel or slide between different Earths in parallel universes via a vortex-like wormhole activated by a handheld timer device. While the slide technology was intended to return them to their home universe, their premature use of the timer to escape a dangerous situation has caused the timer to lose track of the coordinates for their home universe. So it's kind of different because in this yeah. book they can control where they're going. And in the show they accidentally get lost and they're trying to find their way back. So that's like basically what the entire kind show of, is. Yeah. They're trying to find their way back. Um, they also have no control over it because it said that the device, you basically whatever is on the timer, you have to stay there. So some worlds they're there like a day, but some worlds they're there like months Ooh. Yeah, I I watched it a few times. I wasn't watching it like my older cousin was watching it, so I got to watch it with him or whatever. Um, but yeah, it has Jerry O'Connell, and then it also has John Rhys Davies who plays Gimli in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and I think I recognize another face, maybe not. Oh, I'm sure. So I kept getting Sliders vibes when I was reading this. Um, 
I mean, obviously, parallel universes is not an original no. idea. Like, plenty of people have talked about that. But I like, it was an original story. Yeah, I think it was original with the father and daughter and, you know, this guy trying to keep this device safe from demonic little Falkirk. <laughs> um, how did it impact you? Do you think you'll remember it in a few months or years? Uh, I mean, I don't remember any of the books until I reread them again. True. But I I liked it. So, if if you had a key to everything, would, first of all, would you use it? Uh, yes. And if you do <laughs> use it, what are you going to look for? I don't know what I would look for, but I would definitely use like, it. Like, do you want to leave and find a better place, or are you just, like, looking for something? I don't know. I don't know. I, so I asked, um, ink, at Ink and Paper Hearts. Oh, yes, what she said. Her name, her name is Thais. Um, so I said, weird question, but if you had a key that allowed you to slide between parallel universes, what would you look for, or would you? And she said, I don't think I'm adventurous enough to, adventurous enough to try. I would love to say I would, but I have horrible anxiety. And plus, it's a parallel universe. I would assume it's like Bizarro Superman and everything is fucked. <laughs> She's like, but I'm also an overthinker. And I was like, well, what if there are like infinite ones? So maybe, yeah, if you are bad, but if you are good. And she said, I'm a comic book fan and multiple Earths again. Everything is fucked. I can't imagine a world without my family. And if there was, they wouldn't truly be mine. And I'm not messing with that shit. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And it did mention that, you know that it still would affect something in a different universe if something happened in one of those other universes, but it never it never really expanded on that. Jeffy also talks about, um, as he's watching Falkirk beat his daughter, he's like, well, if something were to happen to my Amity, yeah, there are other Amities out there, but it wouldn't feel like sh- it was mine. It's not, yeah, it's not the same Amity. So, and by the way, Amity. I know. What the fuck? Like uh, the Amity horror. Amity horror. I don't I'm know. like, why would you? Does it mean that? something else? We haven't looked. Does it mean something um, else? Okay. I don't know. Let's look. Let me look. Amity. Watch it be something like profound. And it I'm could be. It could be. Dean Coop's like um, Amity words. means a friendly relationship. That. There you go. International amity and goodwill. There you go. God, what an unfortunate name for that house. Because it is the exact opposite of the Webster Dictionary. Oh, no. Um, Not a friendly house. So, a few things. When they're in the Grey World, and they run into Good Boy, they were actually going to leave much sooner, but Annity was like, can I please just go see my mom? What if she needs us? Why did he indulge her? So they get there, and the mom's, like, married to another dude with a kid, and the dude that she's married to is who sounds the alarm on them. And I feel like it was so stupid to go see her, like, worst I idea ever. They're, like, supposed to be so well-read, but here they are <laughs> going to mess with time in other universes yeah. and possibly bring someone back. It's never a good idea. No. There's literally five movies on why this they, is a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, they should have known that. And, I, and I, I thought he was dumb for indulging her. Yes. And he even says that. He's like, I never should have agreed to that, because no. that's when everything got And fun. And then... And then, <laughs> when they go back to his home universe, and he checks out that book, and he uses his fucking card, so they know who checked out the book. Oh, yeah, that was pretty dumb. Yeah. Why yeah. would you... They can track it to you. You know... That was smart, though, because they were like, hey, this dude is probably... Like, they overhear the name when they come to search their house, Ed Harkenback. Yeah. 
But he didn't know him by that name. They just knew him as, like, Spooky Ed. Yeah. And he was, like, looked it up, and he is, like, a physicist that specializes in, like, quantum leap theory. Like, multiple published books. Yeah. So they're like, holy shit. Um, Yeah, they have the worst luck ever. And then, like, it's infinite parallel universes, and he picks 77, which is Apocalypse World. Yeah. And then security knocks on the door right when he flashes back and realizes he forgot his daughter and he's got to go back. Oh, my God. Mm. That was crazy. It was. Um, so if I had a key, would I use it? I don't know. I'm a very curious person. So I that, like that's why I would use I it. probably would. I would. I don't know if I would go in search of something specific, but I would definitely fucking use it. <laughs> but like, even before I read this book, I do often think like, it's really funny. If I make a decision, I'm like, well, there's probably a me in another universe that did the opposite. I wonder how that turned out. Like I think about that all <laughs> yeah. the time. So, I would wonder what me in other places is doing, like... What houses and everything yeah, else. Like yeah, like, maybe there's some really successful versions <laughs> of me out there. Um, or maybe there's some really not-so-successful, and that would make me feel a lot better about my situation. Um, but yeah, I wonder about, like, you know, had I not dropped out of college when I was 20, I wonder what that Cameron's up to, or, yeah, right. you know, different choices that we've made. I wonder how it pans out. For another Cameron in a different... I wonder if some of our family members would actually be successful. <laughs> I wonder if there's one where I'm, like, skinny. <laughs> I would like to know what that Cam is doing. <laughs> it's one of those worlds where all they have to eat is potatoes. Lord. <laughs> I don't even like potatoes. That sucks. But, yeah, maybe I would... I think the world they ended up in was pretty badass because they said they had, like, really advanced medical yeah, care. Yeah, and they had, they had robot maids, but... There had never been a World War Two. Yeah. And there had never been, um, like, the Korean War. Yeah, there hadn't been a bunch of wars. There wasn't a bunch of, like, um... They had achieved, war like, or anything um, like equal rights for everyone in, like, mm-hmm. the 40s. I'm like, man, that sounds like an amazing place to live. Yeah. But, alas, it's in books. I liked it. I did, too. Um, do, does Dean Koontz, like, make his books into movies? Um, I don't think I've ever heard of, like... I don't think I've ever heard of his books being into a movie, but that doesn't mean that it's not. I just don't think I've looked. Because I could see this one being like a show or something. Well, there's several of his that I could see being a movie. Let's see. She's Googling it. Always with the Google. <laughs> I'm surprised my dogs haven't gotten into like a huge fight about those bones. Little seven inch <laughs> There's my inches here. <laughs> Um, did you Apparently, cast this at all? I did. Apparently okay. they did. Apparently Odd Thomas, Phantoms, Intensity. Uh, they're older. So who did you cast? Let me go to I actually did not. Well, I cast it in my head, but that's probably not who would be best for okay. the movie. So Jeffy. Uh-huh. John Corbett. Okay. Yeah. He's a, yeah, he's a little old, though. But, see, it never really said his age. It never really says his You age. could guess, like... Well, no, that was um, John Corbett is like such. He'd be such a good dad. Yeah, he's just like such a kind. Yeah, he would. Man, and I just love him because Carrie Bradshaw shit all over him. I do too. (gasps) He's really tall, and he's super. And the dad's really tall. That is true. It does describe him Mm -hmm. as being very tall. That is very true. So Amity, Millie Bobby Brown. Oh yeah, she could definitely pull that off. Absolutely. I got Ed as Michael Caine. 
Oh, uh, Alfred. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. And last but not least, well, I'll get to Michelle too, but uh, Falkirk is Alex Pettyford. Who is that? He was in four. I oh, I four hate that DC. guy. He's in Magic Mike. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why, but like, I something about him makes my skin crawl. Exactly. And I hate <laughs> that. Is true. I hate him so it's, much. It's I think Falkirk's like almost fifty, though. No, I think was, it says that. He was like, he was at least 36 because it said 21 years later after he was 15 or something. So he was at least like 35, 36. At least. He could have been older. What did it say? Because like, he's talking about like retirement and he's like, well, I am almost 50, but. Maybe it is then. But yeah, he's almost 70. Yeah, I hate that dude. So you're, yeah, you're right. That would be good. Um, <laughs> and then. Michelle. Michelle. Michelle as Rachel Weiss because it never really describes her. Yeah, it really It describes her as, um, what did it call her? Exotic. Yeah. So. Rachel Weiss, good work. I saw, I use Morgan Freeman a lot, but he would be a great <laughs> Ed. He would be a great Ed. Because he can play a super smart person. Yeah. Brings the comic relief. I think he he's very eccentric. Um, and I just love Morgan Freeman. It's like my grandfather or something. <laughs> um, so for Amity, this is probably like cliche, but the girl that was in the movie, shit, what's the name of that book? It's a book, but it was made into a, a Disney movie recently, but we hate the book. Mm. Something about time. They make you read oh, it. A Wrinkle in Time. A Wrinkle in Time. What is that little girl? That little girl. I think her name's Stormy something. I don't know. Oh my god, let me look it up. This is not doing her justice. I feel like she would be a really good Amity. A wrinkle in time. What is her name? Stormy Reed. I feel like she would be... Let me show you a picture of her in the movie because she's a little older now. That's her. Okay. Okay. So then for the mom, I was thinking like Tan or Thandy Newton. Okay. You know, she's in Westworld. Yeah. And then I'm really embarrassed, but for the dad, I always picture like. Ben Affleck. No, the, actually, no. <laughs> it was not Ben Affleck this time. It was Jonathan Groff, who is a close second. Okay. Okay. Because I love him and he's like kind of goofy, like, yeah, dad, you know. Um. Okay, this one's funny. For Falkirk, I was thinking of like Zachary Levi. Super good looking. I can see that. Silver Fox. Yeah. I don't think he's ever played a bad guy. Oh my god, Rusty just jumped up here. But I think he could do it. Yeah. Could you get down? No, that's my empty. Rusty's like, I want to play the mouse. You know? <laughs> he's like almost, oh my god, he's about to push her off the bed. Hey, come over here. Get away from Get her. boy. Rusty, we're recording a podcast right Get now. Get my boy. Don't unplug anything. So I did. I did think maybe Ryan Reynolds would be a good Falkirk too, because he's got that yeah. Seer. Oh my god! Him. This dog just fucking. <laughs> I'm so sorry. It was not us. It was the dog. Rusty, get down. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds could do it. Yeah. It, it it does describe him as being like very GQ. And Ryan Reynolds is very <laughs> GQ. <laughs> Rusty, get off of her Rusty and her stuff. He wants, he wants his opinion hard. Get too. over here. Oh my god. 
is rusty. So I want my opinion. I'm gonna have to cut all of this out. (laughs) He's like, all right, I'll just lay here. But yeah, that's pretty much elsewhere. Um, It has a good ending. It does. Didn't read it. I highly recommend you read it, even though we've spoiled it for you. It's still good. Rusty gives it two paws up. Two bones up. He can only raise two paws right now. Yeah. But uh, that's all I have for this week. Next week, we are going to have our talkie sewed. Oh, the next book. Yes. Oh, my God. I didn't even bring it in Oh, my goodness. So, two weeks from today, we're going to read our next book. And we went ahead and picked them um, just because they're, like, holiday-themed. So, the first... (laughs) Damn it, Rusty. (laughs) So, the... (laughs) Our comedic release is in the house. The first pick is going to be my pick, and I picked In a Holidays by Christina Lauren. (laughs) So, you have two weeks. Rusty, I'm almost done. (laughs) As you can see, he's super excited. And he's throwing paws in the air, which you can't see. (laughs) So, you have two weeks. Grab your copy. Send us your questions, comments, thoughts. Hey. Two bookworms, one podcast at gmail.com. Or Instagram, two bookworms, one podcast. Bye, guys. Bye. Little, say bye. Yeah.